It's not just another day in your life. Things are changing for the better. At Comcast, we see those changes and we're thinking about how we use technology today to live, work, learn, and play. And we're building for the future now, so we're better prepared for the wants and needs of tomorrow. That's why Comcast is rolling out multi-gig internet speeds to more than 50 million homes and businesses before the end of 2025, making our already industry-leading network even faster, smarter, greener, and more reliable. Over the decades, Comcast has been your partner, working hard to serve your community, and will continue to be your partner. We're expanding our gigabits so you can enjoy the tiny bits that matter most. It's Not Your Fault is a podcast for parents, caregivers, and young people navigating the world and its challenges. Here's your host, Brandon Jones. Greetings, everyone, and welcome back to another installment of it is not your fault, a teen mental health podcast. I am your host, Brandon Jones, and we're back again. And on today's episode, we're going to talk about the weather. We're going to talk about young people and what to do as it is now getting warmer. Young people are getting ready for prom and graduation. The sun's out, buns are out, everybody's out having fun. And you're probably wondering, how can I keep my young person mentally fit during the summer because a lot of times during the summer people are looking for downtime they're looking for time to relax and to chill but you might want to know how do we make sure that the young people in our life are actually staying mentally well so that they are doing just okay as we move through these summer months so that's what we're going to talk about on today's podcast so let's dive into it for some people the summer is a scary time you know, violence goes, community violence goes up during the summer. Uh, youth are not in school, which means they don't have structures, which means that they're out in community doing, you know, all the things, having all the fun. You know, less clothing is being worn during the summer. So people get a little scary about that. Oh, they're revealing themselves. <laughs> uh, you know, if you have a young person who's starting to drive, they want to borrow the car a little bit more. You know, things are happening during the warm months of the year. And you're probably wondering, how can we keep the young people mental health, keep their mental health in a good, healthy place? Well, we're going to talk about that on today's podcast. So buckle on up and let's dive into some tips. So tip number one is make a plan. Make plans with young people. You will be surprised how many parents, caregivers, and young people I talk to and I'm like, oh, what do you plan on doing this summer? What's going on? What's happening? And they'll say things like, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, we're just going to figure it out. We're taking it day by day, taking it day by day. And it's like, well, what's the plan? Let's think of it. Even if it's a soft plan, like, hey, in June, I want to do X. Or in July, it'd be great to do this. Or by August, I want to do this. Before school starts, I want this to happen. But make a plan is one of the best things. If you're a young person, Make your own plans. I think that's really impressive when you can say, you know what, this week I want to get a job or I want to make, you know, $200 by doing small tasks around the neighborhood or something, or I want to go to camp or I want to meet some new people. Make a plan. I want to go to the movies on Wednesday or whatever. Like make a plan. Making a plan is a great way 
to you know make sure you have structure and make sure that there's clarity in your day and guess what when you make plans it also allows for things to not go left very quickly and what i mean by go left is like stuff doesn't just happen when you got stuff happening <laughs> you know a lot of times people find themselves in trouble because they have a lot of idle time they're just out here doing god knows what doing whatever but for you you might be able to avoid some of those traps and some of those mistakes if you actually have some plans you have places and spaces that you need to be in by particular times to avoid some of the traps that may be out there for young people so you know make plans and as families as units uh it's also important to make plans as well provide that structure but don't overdo it i see so many parents they got their kids in you know, tutoring camp basketball summer league and swim practice and then they got to go see the grandparents and the kid has a loaded schedule and barely any time to breathe it's okay to just like have a little bit of flexibility and that leads to the point number two which is enjoy downtime enjoy downtime it's okay to just have some flexibility and some downtime structure is good but structure is some of that downtime as well you know kids are not robots i understand they need structure and they need balance but sometimes you can do you can overdo it by doing way too much and that can stress out a young person it can lead to a lot of anxiety not just for them but for you as well because you're like oh we got we're gonna be late to this and oh don't forget to sign this fill slip and oh i gotta write a check for that or i missed a payment here and all of a sudden life is all over the place because you got everything so lined up in a block that you can't even think you can't even breathe because everything is way too overscheduled. So enjoy some downtime. And there may be days where nothing's on the calendar and the kids just on their iPad, on their phone, on the Xbox, on the PlayStation, and that's it. <laughs> They're just doing their thing. And that may be okay. Don't freak out. Don't feel like you have to rush and push to get everything done. Just slow down and let some of the downtime happen. But that doesn't mean don't have a schedule. Please remember, point number one is make a plan. Point number two is allow for some downtime because if you try to be robots, you're gonna overdo it. You're gonna stress yourself out. You're gonna stress the young person out. And we know when we have parents stressed and young people stressed, boom, it's chaos, it's collision, it's problematic. And we don't want that. Let's go to tip number two, or sorry, tip number three, set limits. That's how we avoid those chaotic moments. You have to have limits, you have to have boundaries. Now, I'm a big proponent of young people stating what their expectations and their limitations are. And sometimes we have to help encourage this out of young people. Sometimes they don't know and they need a little, a little push. They need a little assistance in figuring it out. But give them some voice and choice in the mat in the matter so that they can figure it out and then you come in with your restrictions and expectations as a parent or caregiver because at the end of the day you are the authority figure you do have the most leverage but at, but you don't want to be a complete dictator what ends up happening there is there's a lot of head bumping a lot of frustration and a lot of just toxicity that we don't need in the parent uh child dynamic right we don't want none of that happening because then you start seeing folks like me and then i gotta get all up in your business and we gotta figure out what's really going on and we don't need that all the time right we don't need that all the time but setting limits is important if you don't set limits what ends up happening is young people will do what young people do they will make mistakes they will cross boundaries they will do things that you know they, they weren't told not to do and then you get upset about it and now 
you're upset and now you're mad at them and now they're mad at you and it's just pure chaos back and forth. Set those limits before all the craziness happens so that the young person is, is set up to succeed and not set up to fail and that you don't look like the angry, negative parent about everything. You don't want that label at all. Trust and believe. Let's get to number four. Encourage bravery. That's right. The summer is an opportunity for exploration. It's an opportunity to try new things, meet new people, go to new spaces, develop new tastes and interests and hobbies. Encourage that bravery. A lot of kids are so mundane and they're so used to just the same old routine every day. And they'll just hop on their phone and be stuck in that virtual world forever. And there's companies that know that and they want your kid in that virtual world. They want them in that metaverse forever. But encourage them to get out and explore this world. This world is not all doom and gloom. And yes, there are bad things that happen. And I talk about those things on this podcast all the time. But you want to make sure that the children in your life are actually having some experiences to fulfill their lives. Don't, don't encourage them to be terrified of this world. This world is beautiful. You only have one life and you should live it. So encourage a lot of bravery and discovery because that's what makes us more well-rounded people. And you want those experiences early because that develops a lot of character. So make sure that your children are trying some different stuff and not just doing the same mundane things over and over and over again that don't lead to any type of development, that don't lead to any type of discovery, and don't lead to any type of growth. You want the young people in your life to grow and discover things that they have never grown and discovered. And the summer is a, the best time to do it. It's warm, people are out, there's some downtime, you know, stuff is happening in events. It's a great time to do that. So check out some things that you may never checked out. Encourage your child to just go out there and see the world a little bit. Number five, the last one before we wrap up today's podcast, prepare for changes. In the summertime, things happen. People move, friends are gone. You might move, right? Different neighborhood. You might, you know, friends may not be at school anymore. Your favorite teacher might retire. Uh, girlfriends and boyfriends may break up with each other. You know, people get tall, kids start to stink, you know, you know, and I say what I say, what I mean by kids start to stink, hormones start to develop, right? There's, you know, kids are growing hair in spaces and places they need new, better deodorants and all types of stuff. You know, kids lose interest in things. They don't want to do stuff no more, right? Things start, stuff happens, stuff changes. And it's okay for those changes to happen because what's important is to roll with the changes, learn from the changes. Take those changes as not life losses, but life lessons. And those are blessings to have those changes take place in your life. And in the summertime, a lot of stuff shifts and changes, not just the weather, but attitudes, expectations, a lot of things change. And it's good and bad changes. So it's important to just say, hey, during these months of the warm weather, I'm going to embrace the change that comes during this season. And I'm going to take this change and, this, and these opportunities to grow and to develop, and to learn more about who I am and who I want to be in this world, whether I'm a parent, caregiver, or a young person. And just know that the change is going to happen, because that's what, that's the whole, when we talk about um, seasons, that's the whole portion of the summertime. It's like this renewal period, right? We have, you know, the winter's kind of a down, you know, it's cold, 
dark kind of, you know, experience of a season. Then we have the spring where we clean and there's new growth and new opportunities that pop up. And the summer is the time to really like enjoy those things. Right? Enjoy those fruits of your labor. Enjoy the things that have gone on. And then the fall is kind of like that reset, right? Old habits kind of die off. We reset. We prepare for the winter yet again. So the summertime is the best time to get out and to thrive and to embrace what is going on and what is happening. So what does that have to do with your mental health? It has to do with your mental health because it's about your life. It's about growth. Everything is about your mental well-being. Every action you take, every move you make, every experience you have does something to you emotionally. And it's important that you invest in that. Invest the time, invest the boundaries, invest the energy, invest as much as you can to make sure that you're being in a great mental, uh, a well mental space that you can be in. Because you only got one life to live, so live it. And if you're a young person, you are only young one time. And trust and believe, as I continue to get older, I wish I could go back to some of my younger days. But I'm embracing uh, my age and where I'm at right now. But there are times where I'm like, man, I wish I could be 17 again. <laughs> that was amazing. And it should be amazing to you as well. So with that, I'm going to wrap up today's podcast again. I am Brandon Jones. This is a it is, this is it is not your fault. A teen mental health podcast is a podcast for parents, caregivers, and young people to have uh, brave conversations and really start conversations about mental health. And you can find me in a couple different spaces and places. You can find me on my own personal website. That's uh, jegna.org, www.jegna.org, jegna.org. You can find me at Shaletta Makes Me Laugh. Dot com that is Shaletta makes me laugh.com or you can find us on Facebook at it is not your fault podcast where you can submit questions you can engage with myself you can share uh resources or get resources right there at the podcast so be sure to subscribe we look forward to seeing you there as well again I am Brandon Jones this is it's not your fault a team mental health podcast and we'll see you on the next segment take care to check out previous episodes of it's not your fault or to learn more about Brandon Jones, log on to ShalettaMakesMeLaugh.com. Hi, I'm Shaletta Brundage. I'm a media personality, podcaster, and a business owner. But my most important role is mom. Three of my beautiful kids have been diagnosed with autism spectrum disorder. When I didn't know who to trust or where to turn, I found Acra. Acra provides home care services to families all over Minnesota. The care is not one size fits all. They know each one of my kids is unique. They listen to what resources we needed and what's best for our family. I've seen my kids grow and thrive with ACRA's in-home care. While autism is the most common diagnosis among ACRA clients, ACRA offers personalized in-home care services for people with disabilities, chronic illnesses, behavioral diagnosis, and mental illness. They work with children, adolescents, and older folks, too. Find out more about ACRA at their website, acrahomecare.org. ACRA helps me provide my kids with a better quality of life. They can do it for your family, too. When I walked across that stage at my high school graduation, I was excited but confused about my next step. Then I walked through the doors at Doherty Family College. Doherty Family College is part of the University of St. Thomas. It's a two-year college that lets you earn an associate's degree and puts you on a path to your bachelor's degree. Classes are small, so I have a personal relationship with professors committed to my success. Like the name says, they treat us like family. 
They call us scholars because they believe we could do anything we put our minds to. They set us up for excellence with free tutoring, and that's not the only thing that's free. Laptops, books, even breakfast and lunch, and bus fare. That's part of the package here at Doherty Family College. It's even free to apply. So do like I did. Go to dfc.stthomas.edu and set up a tour. We'd be excited to welcome you to our family here at Doherty Family College. You know Shaletta makes you laugh, but did you know Shaletta Brundage can also make you think and boost your business? Media personality, activist, and comedian Shaletta Brundage founded Shaletta Makes Me Laugh to celebrate and share the best of black culture. It's a podcasting platform. You can download 10 weekly podcasts hosted by African-American subject experts at ShalettaMakesMeLaugh.com or wherever you find your favorite podcasts. ShalettaMakesMeLaugh.com is also a production house creating broadcast quality commercial content. And Shaletta and her team of storytellers create powerful promotional campaigns to get businesses the brand awareness they're looking for. Some of Minnesota's top businesses trust Shaletta, and you can too. Get out the word about your events and products and get in front of communities of color with ShalettaMakesMeLaugh.com. She's got the power to help your business. Every business has a story. Maybe yours is just starting out. Maybe you've reached a turning point, or maybe you feel like you're ready for your next chapter. Work with a banker who understands the resources, expertise, and innovative thinking that it takes to make your business success story a reality. Work with Bremer Bank, because understanding is everything. Put us to work for you today at bremer.com. When it comes to deciding what gets recycled or what doesn't, you don't have to be confused. Ramsey County makes it easy to drop off the right items at the right locations without a lot of extra work. And it's free. Um, yard waste. Check. Household hazardous waste? You bet. Food scraps? Those too. Unwanted medicine? We take it. Old electronics? Bring them by. Household recycling? You know it. Learn what items you can dispose of and wear at RamseyRecycles.com. Because in Ramsey County, recycling is for everyone. At General Mills, our table is your table, and we believe racial equity, diversity, and inclusion are key ingredients for our success. Learn more about our work to inspire change at GeneralMills.com forward slash racial equity.